Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am your host, Coach Vanessa Green. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode, a brand new episode as we tackle a new topic, as we continue our journey to being made new, as we continue to transform the way that we think, the way that we talk, and ultimately the way that we show up um, for ourselves and for others. Um, I always like to remind everybody that listens to this podcast that um, I'm on this journey with you. As I'm sitting here and I'm recording these podcasts, there are a lot of things that God shares with me just in the midst of speaking. So these are always a blessing for me. I don't do this podcast without him. Everything that we talk about, God has um, shared with me and I get the privilege and the honor of being able to share it with you. And so I hope that it is a blessing to you as much as it is a blessing to me. Um, I hope that you have your uh, favorite notebook, favorite journal, favorite pen, ready to write, ready to take some notes. If you don't have that one place that you keep all of your uh, podcast journal notes, I would encourage you to head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Transformative Talk with Coach B podcast journal. Um, You can have it uh, by next week. You can uh, keep all of your podcast notes in there. Go back and refer to it. It can even lead to prayer prompts, journaling prompts, things that you meditate on. But you can have it all in one handy dandy location. Yes, I said handy dandy. Boy, that makes me sound like I'm aging myself. But uh, anyway, head on over and get your copy of the Transformative Talk with Coach V podcast journal on today. Um, so that you can keep up with everything that um, relates to this podcast. And so now we are going to jump into this week's topic, which is pruning isn't pretty. So we know that as we continue on, this journey, or even if you are beginning your journey, even if you are in a place where you are beginning a new chapter, uh, you may be beginning an entirely brand new book of your life. We know that there's some pruning that must take place. When we go higher in the things of God, uh, when uh, He enlarges our territory, when he gives us greater responsibility in the kingdom uh, to fulfill um, his purpose for our lives, um, we know that there is some pruning that must take place. Um, We, you know, we often hear it said that everybody can't go with you, which is true. There are times when we must respectfully sever ties with people Uh, some relationships can't be the same some relationships we just can't have there's pruning that's required and even though the pruning may not feel good and it may not be pretty we know that ultimately there will be something beautiful that comes out of it you know even if we prune back a rose bush it may look really strange and not attractive but once 
the roses start to bloom. Once the, the flowers come out, then we see the beauty um, and what was necessary for it to become that beautiful thing, that beautiful rose bush. Um, and so it's so it is with our lives. <clears throat> There's a lot of pruning that takes place, um, a lot of cutting back, a lot of cutting away, a lot of separation, um, leaving some things, people behind. But what it calls forth is greater growth, maturity, wisdom, um, the things that are not needed, the things that are not uh, desired or wanted any longer. Now, those things fall away so that the things that are needed to go forward, to go deeper in God, to go higher in God. Now, those things can be added unto you that become the blessing, that become the favor that become the open doors and opportunities that are needed to continue to fulfill God's purpose for your life, his plan for your life. But it requires that, 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 that pruning. And so even though um, it's an uncomfortable process, it's an uneasy process, there is so much beauty in pruning. But before we get to that part, let's talk a little bit about how we get to a place that we don't want to be pruned. How do we get to a place that we make a decision that we don't want to be pruned, we don't want to be uncomfortable, we don't want to get out of our comfort zone, that we become complacent, um, but yet we are experiencing stagnancy, we may be experiencing some frustration some disappointment, some irritation, um, some envy, some jealousy might be coming up because you're looking at everybody else. But you don't stop to think about what they're doing for that to happen in their life, the price that they're paying, the sacrifice that they're making. So we spend more time trying to find blame and other things and other situations. Well, I don't have time and I've got this and that to do. And we, you know, forget that just like those around us that are flourishing and and producing and being productive and flourishing, they have the same 24 hours in a day that you have. Okay, so how do we get how do we get here? So one of the first things that God shared with me is that we're afraid to leave what's comfortable. And this is any and everybody. If we are really, really brutally honest, we get comfortable. We get complacent. We don't want change. We don't like change. We feel like we've worked so hard to get to where we are to do anything else. It's just the the mere thought of it is exhausting. It is not in the top three things that that we want to do we 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 desire change and we really want to see change and we really want to experience change and we really want there to be something different in our lives but if we're really really honest we just don't want to do it we just don't um and that is the honest to goodness truth scary but true might not want to say it out loud 
but these are some of the thoughts that keep us awake at night. These are the things that we, you know, just roll over in our mind time and time and time and time again. And that fear of the unknown outweighs the possibilities of something great and wonderful you know taking place in our life us experiencing something new and really beneficial and 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 the the opportunity that we needed to catapult us into you know a different stratosphere of exposure to more wisdom and opportunity you know that fear and we've talked several times on this podcast about fear I don't know if I've outright just done a podcast on fear Uh, maybe I should but fear keeps you from a lot of things and it absolutely keeps you from God's very best for you Um, and when and, and when you allow that fear to keep you from God's very best for you it 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 impacts those that are connected to you so we have to be mindful that when we're sitting here making a decision to just be comfortable because we just know what it took for us to get to this place then we're teaching those that are um you know attached to us or connected to us or those that may look up to us we're teaching them that same mindset of stagnancy and complacency And that can become very dangerous and irresponsible. So we need to be mindful of that. The next thing is that we're afraid to do the hard work. Again, fear. We work so hard. We cried so much. We fought. You know, we scraped, scratched. You know, we just bared everything that we thought was in us the last time. So now you want me to do this again? To go to another place? And so, you know, it it even calls to mind, you know, being mindful of what we ask God for, because when we ask God to use us and to use us in a mighty way to get your glory out of our lives, part of it is that getting that glory requires getting the garbage out. Um, And wow. Um, Part of God getting his glory is to get the garbage out and so um we're afraid to clean up we're 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 afraid to have someone see us truly as we are and the thing about it God knows all of those things about us so when we you know look at the fact that we all should have someone to hold us accountable well we don't want everybody to see the ugly parts you know we don't want anybody to to look under the bed or look under that rug that we keep sweeping stuff under we don't want anybody to do that and you know because we're afraid that they're going to say you need to go get the broom and the dustpan and we and and this all this needs to be cleaned up right now. We don't want to be exposed in that way. And I think the thing that we forget we fail to realize is that at some point we will be exposed. It will be exposed. Um not in a way to embarrass you or to shame you, but to help you understand like it needs to be dealt with. And you can't keep putting it off. And so now here's the moment of reckoning got to deal with it and we're afraid to do that work um 
And I understand in our flesh that can be a little difficult sometimes, you know, because the last time, the last season was really difficult. It was painful. There was a lot that we experienced. There may have been a lot that we lost. But anything that we've lost, God is going to be faithful to replace um, with so much better. And so when we think back on what was, it makes us afraid to go forward into what can be or what is uh, or what is to come. And the thing about it is what is to come is inevitable. And so us continuing to delay um, what's inevitable because we keep, you know, trying to ignore it is not really the way to go about it. It's not the way to go about it at all. So we can't keep using that, you know, that excuse. If we want to be healthier, then something has to change with our eating habits. Something has to change with our lifestyle. Something has to change with, you know, us, you know, saying we're going to work out three to four times a week. Something has to change with that. And so with that, we have to, you know, now make some decisions. And doing the hard work cannot be one of those things that we continue to ignore. Um, We have to do the work. We have to show up and do the work. The last thing is we were taught, if we're honest and we maybe look back at our life, the examples that were set before us, people that we've been around that we may have been influenced by or what have you, We were taught to carry the weight. You know, you just deal with it your whole life. That it's just the burden. It's the generational curse is more like what it is. And so we never knew or we were never taught that we have a choice to cut it off. Like we can prune. Nobody ever taught us. You know, it was like if something dead attaches itself to you, like you're just stuck with that. That's a lie. We may have seen that through the example of other people, but it doesn't mean that that is what our life now has to become. We were merely just taught to carry it. And I know that is the way that I grew up. If um, anyone has read my book, The Butterfly Emerges, The Journey to a Transformed Mindset and Transformed Life, I talk about how I was raised to basically be, I related it to a steel magnolia. That you are strong, that you, you know, have all of the sweetness of being that that Southern woman, being a lady. But then there's a strong exterior that you show at all times and at all costs. And what I found is growing more mature and, and getting older, like that's not always the answer there needs to be vulnerability there needs to be transparency um there needs to be um the space where you can reveal that and that that sadness and times that you you know may feel uh like you know things are um That things are just difficult and that you're struggling. I was taught you don't show those things. You don't show your hand in that way. You're calm, you're reserved, you're stoic. Um, You show the strength. Uh, But I was never taught what to do 
after the public appearance. And we see that so much in the world today is we put on a brave face, we put on a strong face, even though there's chaos and craziness going on, we show this united front. And we're never taught that we can break down, we can fall apart even, that things don't have to look great. You know, when someone asks you how you're doing, we don't have to give this standard stock answer. We can say, you know, today's a little bit challenging, but I just trust God that, you know, it'll still be a great day. We can be honest because when we do that, then we give other people the permission to do the same. They don't feel like they have to be this certain thing all the time you know if we think about it sometimes you know we'll go to people and say you know you're so strong or you're so this and you're so that and not realizing that they probably had a breakdown before you saw them that it probably took all they had and Jesus to get to church or to get to this place and perform you know their their duties or responsibilities and we weren't taught we weren't pruned in that way. We weren't taught that it was okay to, to let that stuff fall off. We thought that the same generational curse that our grandmothers and our mothers carried was now the same thing that we had to carry. No, we get to say, you know what? This this is falling off at the, and it's not just falling off. We are killing it at the root We are pruning it starting today. We're going to live a different way. We're going to talk a different way. We're going to think a different way. We're going to show up differently and we're going to teach others how to do the same thing. So that's the beauty in the pruning is like now we get to live life differently. We get to show up differently. We get to just do it completely differently. Yeah, it's going to make some people uncomfortable because they have not break broken free of the bondage of that. They're still bound by that type of mindset they're still bound by the the words of you know the religion and the man-made laws instead of remembering that whom the son set free is free indeed that pruning we get to prune we can prune ourselves. We don't have to just wait for God to do it. We can prune ourselves. That's the great thing about it. You know, when God gives us the instructions, sometimes, you know, God is trying desperately to prune certain things and we won't let him. We go pick it up and try to plant it again and it's dead. That's a word for somebody. Um, you know, when, when God prunes it, when God burns it away, when God takes it out of your life, stop going to look for it. Stop trying to pick it up again. Stop trying to plant it again. Let it die. Amen. Amen. Okay. I know that was a mouthful. Um, let's go to our transformative thought for the week. Um, this is something, um, (coughs) excuse me. Um, this is something that we can use as a journaling prompt. It can be, um, something that we meditate on as we go forward. Excuse me. Um, that 
will help us to change our perspective in the way that we think about ourselves and situations and how we handle situations. Let it be something that begins that shift in your mind that will begin to shift um, just the way you speak about things, even as you're encountering certain experiences and having certain experiences, dealing with people, um, walking into new Um, maybe somewhat unfamiliar territory. Let this be the thing that you take going forward as you embrace the beauty of the pruning. Here's our transformative thought for the week. Anything that that doesn't bring God glory has to go. And so our prayer can be, um, our prayer can be that we ask God, God, if it is not of you, if it is not something that brings you glory, if it's not something that that edifies your people, prune it, cut it up, let it die at the root. And God will know exactly what you mean. God will know exactly what it is and God will begin to take care of it. Amen. So here's our scripture that we're going to stand on as we embrace this process. It is a very familiar passage of scripture. I'm going to read the message Bible version of John 15, 1 through 3. I am the real vine and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes. And every branch that is grape bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. So this is a very familiar passage of scripture um, that we have heard time and time again. Um, And we want the father to prune us so that we bear much fruit so that we are able to uh, help others experience the goodness and greatness of God, which goes back to the transformative thought. Anything that doesn't bring God glory, it has to go. It has to leave. It has to be out of my life. It can't take up any more space. It can't hold as much importance as much weight as what God is desiring to bring into my life. And so it has to be pruned. And so now we deal with the transformative truths, which are the things that we're going to take going forward to now be a blessing um, in this part of our journey. And that we'll be able to be a blessing to others going forward in changing um, others outlook and perspective on their lives. We don't have to live in this place that we are not flourishing and doing great things in the name of Jesus and great things to help edify other individuals. We can be in a place that we continuously let God refine us and prune us and, you know, uproot us um, if it's going to bring him glory. And it's going to put us in a position to see and experience even more of him because that's ultimately what we want, right? We want to be able to experience all that God has for us. We haven't even tapped into 
all of those great things yet. And the only way we can do that is allowing him to reproof us, allowing him to prune us, allowing him to refine us, allowing him to, you know, uproot some things that don't serve us anymore. So here's the first transformative truth. Stop letting the wrong people prune you. Just as we need to stop letting the wrong people, you know, feed us, speak into us, pour into us. We need to take a moment to evaluate who those people are and if they should even have that much weight in our lives. Sometimes we let people come into our lives and they see our circle of friends. They see the people we hang out with. They see the people that influence us. And then they start wanting to prune people, you know, um, with the little subliminal statements. Last week, we talked about um, comparison and competition. And we talked about uh, the fact that sometimes, you know, people will start to, you know, kind of gaslight us and they'll, you know, spiritually gaslight us. And they cause us to, you know, compare ourselves or compete or them. They themselves are comparing and competing with the people that we've surrounded ourselves with. And they're like jockeying for a space in our life. Um, And so they'll start talking against or speaking against a person. So we have to check their motives. We got to check their heart. Why is it they got an issue with this person? Why do they feel some type of way? We got to sit back and evaluate, listen to what they're saying. You know, let the Holy Spirit start to talk to us. What's their motive? Why are they doing this? Because, you know, if you're not careful, you'll let that person as new come into these longstanding relationships and start to cause a rift. If we're not careful, ask me how I know. So stop letting people prune you. Stop letting people take you out of relationships that are God-ordained, that are God-designed because they're trying to, you know, seclude you and alienate you and isolate you from the people that you really need because sometimes that's what will happen. So you got to watch it. You got to know it's the Holy Spirit, that it's not witchcraft, that it's not a warlock, that it's not the enemy trying to isolate you from everything that's of God. So be mindful, pray about everything. Be quick to, to listen and slow to speak. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you when new people enter your life. I'm not saying be, uh, su- not, don't be suspect. Um, don't don't um, be so quick to judge. Don't think that everybody's out to get you. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm, I don't want you to be paranoid. I want you to trust the Holy Spirit. I want to make that clear. Let's trust the Holy Spirit that when a person shows you who they are, you go from that point. The next transformative truth is to look at where you're currently planted and rooted. Is that still a good place for you? Is it benefiting you? Do you see the fruit of your life? How have you grown? How have you developed? How have you flourished? How have you matured? If there's not anything happening where you are, you might need to make some changes. If your friends, if if your village is not helping you to expand and grow and your territory is being enlarged and you can see the benefit of where you're currently planted, where you're currently rooted, then you might need to kind of evaluate that. If you're stagnant, 
if it's stale, if you don't see anything um, great growing from where you currently are, then you might need to evaluate where you currently are. You might need to make some some changes, um, make some adjustments accordingly. It's just something to consider. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that you might need to make some movement. There might need to be something different that takes place. You don't want to be in a stale place. You don't want to be in a place that you're not growing. You don't want to be in a place where those that are connected to you can't get anything new from you because you're not growing. And so the fruit is falling to the ground and rotting. Um, It's nothing that anybody else can eat of. If you're in a place and the person that you're um, that that's mentoring you or that's that's pastoring you or, you know, if, if, if you're not getting anything fresh and new from that person, then guess what? The people connected to you are not getting anything fresh and new either. So you might want to evaluate that. Um, Is it just something in your mindset? Are you closed off? You know, are you not allowing the sun, the S-O-N to come in? Is that causing um, you to not uh, produce fruit? So that's something to consider. And the last thing is to look at who and what is feeding you. I said this a little bit earlier to stop letting the wrong people prune you. Stop letting the wrong people feed you. You need to look at who and what's feeding you. You know, what are you allowing in your spirit? Who are you following on social media? You might need to do a detox. You might need to go through your list of people that you're following and you might need to unfollow some people. You might need to find you some other people to follow. Who are you, you know, in relationship with as far as your friendships and relationships? You might want to consider even those things. Um, It doesn't mean that you just sever ties with everybody. I'm not saying that. Sometimes you may have to separate from people for a season. It doesn't mean that you're no longer friends. It doesn't mean that you're no longer have relationship. But you've got to let the Holy Spirit speak to you about those types of things and follow the instructions. you got to obey. You know, sometimes, let's just be honest, there's some people that just don't mean you any good. Point blank, period. They just don't. And so we need to look at who and what is feeding us. If you look at the fruit of their life, is there still fruit in their life? If the answer is no then we need to think about that. And we need to make the adjustments accordingly. Um, It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that they um, will not have some space in your life somewhere down the road. But it just means that maybe for a little time, there may need to be you know, a little bit of separation. There might need to be, you know, some changes that need to be made. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay. But I just pray that you will seek God for wisdom when it comes to those things. And that when you seek him for wisdom, that you'll be willing and open to accept the answers that he gives you and that you will obey the instructions that come forth um, thereafter. And that no matter what happens, that you will just continue to trust him, even in the discomfort of it. And even if people don't understand, it's okay if they don't understand. It's not for them to understand. 
and you don't have to give them an explanation. You just know that you're doing what God has called you to do. And because you're obeying him and you're trusting him, that you will be blessed because of that. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you'll join me again on next week as we tackle a brand new topic. Um, We deal with some more transformative thoughts and transformative truths. I hope that um, if you have questions, comments, suggestions for future episodes, that you will send me an email at info at vanessaogreen.com. Connect with me on TikTok, Coach V1. Connect with me on Instagram at I am Coach V1. Follow me on Facebook, Vanessa O'Green, or on um, my other page, which is Vanessa Green Incorporated. Let's connect, stay in touch. I would love to hear from you. Pick up a copy of the podcast journal. Pick up a copy of my book on Amazon, The Butterfly Emerges, The Journey to a Transformed Mindset and a Transformed Life. Until next week, I encourage you to keep showing up and keep doing your work. And remember, I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.